You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio. And it's time for humanity to stand up in the info war and say, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of this, but you want to fight? You better believe you've got one! From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. Public on Substack have received documents from a whistleblower who was recruited to participate in the Cyber Threat Intelligence League, or CTIL, through cybersecurity meetings hosted by the Department of Homeland Security. These documents reveal how the U.S. government recruited a web of NGOs and private individuals to do what the government cannot lawfully do, censor and subvert the American people. Led by military contractor Sarah Jane Turp, and Pablo Brewer of U.S. Special Operations, a primary objective was to replace words like propaganda and censorship with the term cognitive security in the ethos of the cybersecurity industry. Cognitive security is the thing you want to have. You want to protect um, the that cognitive layer. It basically it's 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 about pollution. Um, so. Misinformation, disinformation is a form of pollution across the internet. It, and just because we're going to get comments about this, my position on this is, is clear, has always been clear. We don't want to remove people's voices. What we're trying to remove is artificial megaphones. They wrote that the third pillar of the information environment should be the cognitive dimension which is just another way of saying mind control. You're not trying to get people to believe lies most of the time. Most of the time, you're trying to change their belief sets. And in fact, really, uh, deeper than that, you're trying to change, to shift their internal narratives slightly, or at least uh, use their internal narratives. Brewer explained how this cognitive social engineering needs to be customized for Americans. Different audiences are going to require different methods of delivery and different messages. And that's because they've got these pre-existing social and uh, and cognitive biases. So um, you certainly if you uh, talk to the average Chinese citizen, uh, they absolutely believe that the Great Firewall of China is not there for censorship. They believe that it's there because the the. People's Republic of China and the uh, communist, Chinese Communist Party are, want to protect their citizenry, and they absolutely believe that's a good thing. Uh, if the U.S. government tried to sell that narrative, uh, we would absolutely lose our minds and say, no, 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 this is a violation of our First Amendment rights. Um, so the in-group and out-group messaging have to be often different. Another term they used to justify their crimes against the American people is public-private partnership. To work around violating Americans' constitutional rights, private citizens did the dirty work under government supervision. Turp and Brewer openly admit that they are set up as a private NGO to censor American citizens for the U.S. military. I wear two hats, and I mentioned the one hat is is the director of the Donovan Group, which is the or the military director of the Donovan Group, which is that Future Studies and Think Tank. In my other hat, I'm what they call an innovation officer. I'm one of two innovation officers at Softworks, which is a completely unclassified 
501c3 nonprofit that's funded by U.S. Special Operations Command. And that's so that we can get uh, after non-traditional problems and non-traditional tactics and work with uh, non-traditional partners. They targeted people who were protesting the lockdowns and developed the DISARM framework, which was employed by the World Health Organization for countering anti-vaccination campaigns. They subvert social media companies and they report website domains to registrars. To influence public opinion, they create fake accounts and infiltrate private groups. They train influencers to spread their messaging and they pressure banks to cut off people's accounts. For more of this, go to Public on Substack, who will be pressing our elected officials with these documents. Greg Reese reporting. All right, a major government whistleblower has gone public confirming millions of dead from the shots. It's all about to break right now. Tell everybody you know, tune in now, now. The program leftists failed to silence. It's the Alex Jones Show. All right, we've had a development in the pandemic depopulation operation that is earth shaking. And I talk a lot about huge developments here on air that if the listeners focus on it, if the viewers focus on it and get excited and go research it and then share it, we can become the number one story in the world and we can move light years towards bringing the perpetrators of this giant planetary depopulation operation to justice and stop their operations dead in their tracks. So we have Steve Kirsch already coming on about the 20 million dead and the insurance actuary, 17 to 22 million dead. The numbers vary, but it's around 20 million. And mainline lands it, publics, published stories, the list goes on and on. He's in the second hour, so 54 minutes from now. Yesterday, this broke, and they didn't even deny it was true in New Zealand. They said, yes, he was the head administrator over the government database, and he's been relieved of his job. He's been removed. And yes, you know, he's a statistician, a computer expert, but he's not a virologist, so don't listen to him. And they don't even say his name. That's in the national news of New Zealand. It's on their public radio, national TV. They're not denying this, okay? Now, now here's what's important. They're admitting he published secret data. He redacted the names of the dead. But only the government had that database to know who was dead and who was live in the National Healthcare Database. Everything else he put out is public. And our own Greg Reese, two years ago and a year ago and six months ago, has done three reports on this, looking at U.S. numbers from these databases and U.K. numbers. So, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for this information. No one was looking at any of the databases. No one but him had control of all of them at the same time. Make it firm. He was the head administrator. And he says he looked it up. It's the only major tier one country that's high tech, like Israel or Canada or the U.S. or you know the U.K. or South Korea, tier one countries, where one person was in charge of it all. He looked it up. And all the other countries, it's compartmentalized, so no one would be able to put it all together. 
though the Pentagon with one hand has been pushing it all, but with the other, we've got Pentagon reports saying mass death and a new Navy report confirming 900-plus percent increase in heart failure in the military. It's a Navy report on the general military, but they, they saw similar numbers. 900-plus, almost a 1,000% increase. We'll play that clip again. And he, months and months and months ago, he went to a big, famous, well-known lawyer that heads up a political party who's also a journalist, and the whistleblower gave her and her group the information. And so for the last six months, they've been vetting it all and did an hour-plus-long briefing to a group of the press with graphs and slides and numbers and provided them all with the numbers. So I'll explain something, and he explains it. 90% of this is public data, but no one has the national database on who's alive and who's dead. And he was the only one. And they admit in the news, oh, he was the head administrator. So he went and crunched the numbers because he saw the numbers from other countries, and it, he found the same numbers. Now, they almost exclusively, and he shows this, 98% of New Zealand took Pfizer. Other countries, it was a mix. It was always, though, Pfizer being the majority. <laughs> but we find even worse numbers with Moderna. It's the exact same shot, just four times stronger. And it was made by the Pentagon. And now it's breaking in the news that the Pentagon ran the propaganda against the world, censoring anybody that pointed out these shots didn't work or were dangerous. And that's in the news today. We'll be getting to that. It's all coming down. It's being exposed. It's insane. Ladies and gentlemen, they would give a couple thousand people the shot and a couple hundred would die. A couple hundred. We have the insurance actuaries that Edward Dowd, two years ago on this show, said, soon I'll have top whistleblowers from the insurance industry go public. Now those whistleblowers in the last year have been testifying to Congress. One of them is the recognized top insurance statistician in the world. At least a 40% increase in death from any previous year. To explain that, World War II had a 4 or 5% increase in death. World War I, about a 7 to 8% worldwide increase in death. This is a 40% increase starting in 2021 with the shots, not the year before with COVID. No increase in death. Flat, regular year. Lower than even a few years before. But when the shots start, the bodies start hitting the ground. And this guy starts crying in the middle of the press conference, and it's completely real. Al Pacino couldn't act this good. And he's obviously shook up because that's normal when you're killing massive numbers of your own people and you discover the government knows and had it just hidden in plain view by thinking, oh, well, the head the head guy over the program, there's all these other sub-programs. They'll never go crunch the numbers. They'll never go actually look at them. And you look at them and immediately when the shots start, the death explodes. explodes to levels never before seen. Never before seen. So here's what I'm going to do ahead of uh, Steve Kirsch joining us. The first thing I'm going to do is air 
Greg Reese's report from January two years ago. That's the first report we're going to air here in just a moment. Red states being targeted by the poison batches, because whether you're in New Zealand or whether you're in Sweden or whether you're in the U.S., it's the same global program. It varied a little country to country, but around 50% were saline. Salt water. Around 40% were a light dose of the spike protein poison and the other goodies they put in there. Remember, they wouldn't even say what was in there for a while. The nanolipids, all of it. All the other RNA, DNA, you name it. (coughs) The SV40 cancer virus that's in all of them. They were ordered to put it in there. All four vaccines have it. The two mRNA, the two virus vectors. AstraZeneca, J&J, they got it too. They have a virus that goes into your cell with a virus within it that orders your body to make the spike protein. So they all do the same thing. And the Pentagon told them, it turns out, two years before they released the virus in 2018 to all prepare to produce this. And that's come out in the documents. So it's all completely on record. Creates a spike protein that hits the exact chain point on the DNA that cuts off your immune system and begins the process of giving you cancer. This is deadly beyond belief. But while it's busy cutting your DNA, your body starts attacking it and so eats holes in itself. It, it's, it's just incredible what they've done. It, it is, it, I mean, we are in the middle of a bioweapon war. Skip the break. We're in the middle of a giant bioweapon war. We're all veterans of a bioweapon war. And when I talk about the Pentagon being behind this, that's who got the orders at the top. That's who produced it. That's who gave the orders. That's who took the university research data and put it together. That's who quarterbacked the other governments and how to respond and how to censor and control. Greg Reese has followed another report today where it's all being declassified that the Army Special Operations uh, out of uh, Tampa, Florida, was running everything. Censoring everyone, controlling everyone, our military at war with us, and bombing our troops with it. And here's the bad news. We've now got the numbers. They didn't give the troops 10% poison shot. They gave the officers saline, and they gave the enlisted 100% of them the death injection. The lethal injection doesn't mean all of them will be killed, but they're going to be crippled. They're taking out the U.S. military. And if they're going to carry that out, who does the killing? Well, that's the prerogative of the Pentagon. When you kill your own people, that's who you call to do it. You call the executioner. The officers got saline. The enlisted got the hot shot. Cold-blooded, ladies and gentlemen. Cold-blooded beyond belief. You see how this works in the future. Oh, it's your time. We're going to randomly select with a computer. It's this group of uh, soldiers or it's this group of police officers or firefighters or or school children. You come in. It's your day at the clinic to get your shot. And the people at the clinic don't know. Here's the stuff. Get shipped in. You give them the shot. They're given a soft kill injection. Then the people that you don't want to kill get called in. They get their saline. They're fine. This is how you execute everybody. You don't ship them to a camp. Though they've got those built for the people that escape. No, you just selectively target who you want to kill through the database. 
range finding. So here's Greg Reese's report dealing with this. Red states being targeted with poison shots. Let's put the headline on screen so I can give the exact headline. I'm going from memory here of uh, Greg Reese's report. I had that earlier, but I don't see it here on the list. There it is. Evidence that U.S. government targeted red states with deadly batches of vaccines. That's about two years ago. That's 23 months ago. 22 and a half months ago, January 21st, 2022. That's one of three reports he's done. That was the first. And that's off what top statisticians were seeing in the databases. Then we're going to go to the head administrator for the entire country of New Zealand. And then he released the data, only the names of the dead redacted, but told law enforcement he's happy to give them the unredacted. I'm here and tell you all this, that Henry Kissinger put in a U.S. government policy in the early 1970s to reduce the world population by at least 50% through vaccines and chemicals in the food and water. That was the old number, 50%. Now they want 80 or 90, but it's State Department Memorandum 200. You, anybody go look at it. It's on the State Department website. Wasn't he classified until 91? I'm sorry our government's seized by crazy people. But remember, they think we're dumb and deserve it because if we do let them do this, they, they think we're going to get away with this. If we do let them do this, I guess we kind of deserve to die. But let me tell Bill Gates and all the rest of them and Henry Kissinger, he'll never face a Nuremberg trial, but he'll face God's judgment, already has. People are figuring out what you've done real fast. There's a great awakening happening. And God has said, vengeance is mine. So you better worry about that symbol we got on that desk right there of a skull and a dagger and angel wings. Because Satan doesn't control the angel of death. And Satan doesn't control vengeance. God does. God controls the sword. God controls our lives. And God has that angel sitting there ready for the orders. You guys want to pretend you're the angel of death and carry it out on us? You will reap a thousand times a thousand fold what you've done to us, and you will be destroyed. Here's Greg Reese's original report. Ex-head of respiratory research at Pfizer, Mike Yeadon, and researchers including Craig Cooper have sourced VAERS data on vaccine death and injury in the U.S., a database of over 700,000 adverse reactions caused by the Moderna, Pfizer, and Janssen vaccines. These vaccines have been deployed in different batches, officially referred to as LOTS. This has allowed Yeadon's team to back-engineer Big Pharma's COVID-19 vaccine deployment agenda in the U.S., all their information is published at howbadismybatch.com and howbad.info. And what we learn is quite telling. About 0.5% of all the different batches are highly toxic, resulting in hospitalization, disability, and death within days or weeks of injection. 
Other batches cause minimal adverse reactions and most appear to be harmless placebos. When plotting on a timeline, we can see that these three companies have been working together to quietly monitor the lethal effectiveness of specific deadly batches. While one company is deploying a lethal batch, the other two deploy harmless ones, creating the scientific environment to perform dose range finding, or the maximum tolerated dose for each specific batch. The timeline shows that each lethal batch deployment is preceded and followed by a quiet period, allowing them time to establish their baseline before the next deadly batch is deployed. Private leaked documents from the CDC show a list of expiry dates, and only certain lots are included, the very same lots found to be highly toxic in Parta Cooper's database. Which makes sense. There would be no reason to list expiration dates for saline placebo. Only the deadly ones. This mode of deployment allows governments the ability to direct deadly batches into specific populations, such as red states. Analysis of the number of dying per 100,000 vaccinated in 50 states shows us that the overwhelming majority of vaccine deaths are happening in red states. Some red states are experiencing 11 times more vaccine deaths than other states. On average, red states are experiencing twice the amount of vaccine death and injuries than blue states. After ruling out other possibilities, Parda Cooper concluded that this can only be due to the fact that red states received at least twice as much of the lethal batches than blue states did. Among several other crimes, they are tipping the scales of the democratic process by killing people who voted against the New World Order's woke, build-back-better Great Reset, while at the same time endlessly flooding the borders with unvaccinated foreigners. And it's happening right now. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. You can also trust the Director General of Health and the Ministry of Health. For that information, do feel free to visit at any time to clarify any rumour you may hear, covid19.govt.nz. Otherwise, dismiss anything else. We will continue to be your single source of truth. We will provide information frequently. We will share everything we can, uh, everything you are, else you see, um, a grain of salt. Uh, and so I really ask people to focus The most egregious example of that appears to be this text which originated in Malaysia and has kind of a, has become a viral hope in Australia and in New Zealand. How irresponsible is it that people that are sharing that news of a lockdown imminent in New Zealand? Yeah, and, and look, that's the kind of thing that adds um, to the anxiety that people feel. So I continue to share the message. New Zealanders must prepare. 
but do not panic, prepare. And, and when you see those messages, remember that unless you hear it from us, um, it is not the truth. And I really ask people, just visit um, uh, covid19.govt.nz. It has all of the up-to-date information. And we will continue to provide everything you need to know. That's her three years ago. They were murdering people in mass knowingly under direct orders of Klaus Schwab, Tedros, and the UN Bill Gates. They did it. It's a fact. They'll never get away with it. You, you know it in your gut. You feel it. The problem is their operatives are back in the news saying, you hadn't heard of Disease X in four years. Disease X is imminent. It'll be 20 times worse. New lockdowns everywhere. You're all dead unless you do what they say. Unless you do what King Charles says, William Shatner said, you're all going to die. But if you do what they say and follow their orders, you're going to die. I've broken the code. It's not even hard. I've been tracking him for 35 years. All the men in my family knew about this growing up and told me about it. This is going on. This is happening. This is the plan. And now we're here. You're not going to have to listen to me anymore. You're going to live it. You just went through it. We're going to come back with the whistleblower. Oh, only listen to the government? Well, we have the head administrator of all the databases. We're going to listen to him. And they confirm the head administrator. They won't even say his name. The head administrator, they say, has been relieved. And they say his interpretation is false. And they added nothing back. But we see the numbers of death everywhere. We saw the FDA document in October last year, October 2020, before they even released it, saying, we believe the shot will cause all the things it did cause. The heart attacks, the myocarditis, the blood clots, the strokes, the cancer, the turbo cancer. Woo! I mean, it is wild. They really did it. They really released it. They really attacked us. Cyber Week 2023, the biggest sale of the year, is now live. Store-wide free shipping on any order, double Patriot points, that's 10% off your next order, and up to 60% off on best-selling products. And X2, sold out for more than a year, that is the game-changing element in your body that counters the fluoride, everything. Nobody else has got it. Limited supply, X2, is discounted, InfoWarsStore.com. And we've got sales right here, as much as 60% off at InfoWarsStore.com. We've got Brain Force Plus, the incredible nootropic, 60% off. Brain Force Ultra, fast acting, 60% off. Real Red Pill Plus, green fiber capsules, down out sleep support, 50% off. Vaso Beats, finally back in stock, 40% off. Bodies about to sell out, 40% off. The list goes on and on. And get a copy of my new book, The Great Awakening, The Plan to Defeat the Globalists and Launch the Next Great Renaissance, all at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. We want your soul. We want your soul. We want your soul. Defending the Republic from enemies, foreign and domestic. It's Alex Jones. All right, there is a total totalitarian takeover happening that wants to dominate your very body. There is a UN treaty right now that governments are signing on to all over the world. Many governments are not signing on to that lets them put you in a camp with no evidence, no nothing, ladies and gentlemen. 
so to, I mean, to try to even begin to cover it makes the head spin. But now we have a major whistleblower that was in charge of the government databases, the administrator of New Zealand's COVID databases, saying the piece that was secret was the number of deaths. The government knows it. Here it is. They just thought he wouldn't look at it, but he saw other analyses by Robert Malone and Dr. Michael Yedon and Stephen Kirsch and Dr. Peter McCullough and, and, and Dr. Joseph McCullough, all of them. And he goes and looks, it's like, oh my God, a couple thousand people take the shot, a hundred and something are dead. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. And then you look at the types of deaths, heart attacks, strokes, all of it. You see it everywhere. And then you have the insurance company experts coming on saying 40 plus percent death in all the countries that took it, 40% increase in previous numbers. Usually, you know, some years, oh, it, it went down a point or it went up two points. It just goes along kind of flat with a few bumps and a few valleys. But then you take the shots straight up like a F-16 with its afterburners going straight up. We're about to play a boil down of the whistleblower. It's only about nine minutes long. But the full thing is now being posted at Bandot Video as we speak. And I'll probably come in here tomorrow and do an emergency Saturday show and uh, actually air the whole thing and get into more details. In fact, there's no probably about it. We'll go live at noon tomorrow and tie it into all the other information and do a commercial-free, at least two-hour live show tomorrow. The crew, they're not even mad. They understand. We have a limited crew. I wish we had a bigger crew. They would, they, that's when they work seven days a week. That's okay. So do I. Then I'll be back with a regular Saturday show, 4 to 6 p.m. But that's how serious this is. Now, remember... Without getting into all the technicals, Free Speech Systems, that is the parent company of InfoWars, will stay on the air indefinitely for years if we have enough funding. The judge said in Monday's hearing, I was in Houston, that looks like it's going to go through. He's, he's getting ready to you know move forward with the free speech contract. He wanted some clarifications, some other things, and Free Speech Systems goes forward. I have my separate private bankruptcy. Uh, my lawyers told me they said you need to file before these judgments. I didn't listen to them. And so because I didn't do it before, it's non-dischargeable. doesn't matter. It's like saying, hey, Alex, will you fly to Mars? I don't have a spaceship. I can't. Well, you can just fly to the moon then. A billion and a half dollars, $85 million. A billion and a half dollars is like saying, Jones, sprout wings fly to the moon. Or sprout wings fly to Mars. $85 million is like sprout wings fly to the moon. Don't have wings, can't do it. I'm upside down millions of dollars. I never, never, never had more than $10 million in assets, despite what you hear them say. It's all lies, ladies and gentlemen. All crap. All made up. So to boil it down before I get back to this huge news, there's going to be a status update. If you simply buy products at InfoWarsStore.com, if you simply spread the word about the reports and the articles, if you simply continue to do what you're doing, we will stay on air. Me personally, I literally might move in with my parents. I don't care. I don't care about money. I don't give a rat's ass. That's why it's a sick joke on them. They told these big lies that had $400 million, said I would go to jail for hiding money. Notice you don't hear that now. None of it was true. None of it. All lies. The lies are so big, though, people say, well, some of it must be true. 
And then they get, they, they're freaking out, panicking out, going, what, he doesn't care? He doesn't care about money? No. But the judge set it up where I have to pay half the legal bills and I'm upside down. That's why you go to defendjones.com and give Shin Go and make a donation so I can pay my multi-million dollar bill, which the enemy has spent in the last year $25 million trying to shut me down. That's in the news. To the bankruptcy filings, $25 million this year in 11 months trying to shut us down, deposing hundreds of people, PIs, harassment, everything. All a big joke because we're as clean as a whistle, folks. Straight laces as it gets. Other than drinking some, that's it. And and so, I mean, my, my, my life's an open book. And I need to raise money. DefendJones.com. I want to thank all you that have donated, but that's one of the critical places, DefendJones.com. You can also get a copy of my book, either signed or unsigned. Really get the signed copy. That really helps me because I get part of the funds for that to pay these bills. And I just see it as fuel in this fight. We're like a tank running over the enemy. We need fuel in the engine. It's real simple. And I, I expect to expend everything on this fight. I'm going all the way, but I can't do it without you. Go to defendjones.com or get a copy of my book, The Great Awakening, Defeating the Globalist and Launching the Next Great Renaissance. Twice the length of the last book. Incredible. Getting great reviews. Get it at InfoWarsStore.com, a signed or unsigned copy. And that keeps yours truly on the air. InfoWarsStore.com, get a copy of it now. And then two other announcements. I'm going to skip the breaks. We have more time and get into the big whistleblower. But you're only getting this information because you supported the broadcast. And we're able, because of you, not me, you, millions of listeners, to punch this out and have this go mega viral. And I don't just do this on air. When I reviewed this yesterday, confirmed it was real, confirmed in the New Zealand news that he was the head administrator, who do you think I sent the video to? I sent it to Joe Rogan, and I called him. I sent it to Tucker Carlson, and we talked on text. And I sent it to about 50 other influential people, and they're all covering it today. You, Because no one, this hadn't broken the West yet. You know other talk show hosts, most of them just wait and, and wait till they break it. No, no, sir. No, sir. We're a distributed attack. Not about Alex Jones. It's about the people and, 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 and folks that have a big audience. It's about us together. It isn't about who gets the big scoop. It isn't about who gets the credit. Finally, you get the credit for this, you get put in prison or killed. But we save a lot of people to defeat the globalists. So InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139 to get amazing products like X2. And the sad part about it is it took them a year to make this. They had to bring in a bunch of chemists because our last supplier that we asked them to make 10 years ago said, we're not working with you anymore, so nobody else has this. It's the only pure iodine out there that anybody sells. It goes right into your cells. It's the missing link. It took them a year to make it. They think it'll take them six months to make the next batch. We've sold out of over half of it. It'll be sold out in less than a month, but it's still up there discounted. It's going to go back to full price soon. X2, InfoWarsStore.com. Get yours today. And it's not in the packets anymore because we can put more into a canister. So you get even more and it's even stronger. Turbo Force Plus, the strongest, highest quality ingredients. Take an hour to go over them all. 10 hours distributed energy. Top designer made this. We are so proud of it. 10 hours of clean energy without the hangover. This is our ultimate nootropic. Back in stock. Discounted InfoWarsStore.com. Turbo Force. Back in stock. InfoWarsStore.com. 
or 888-253-3139. Everybody needs colloidal silver. While you're at it, get a bottle of the original 300 parts per million colloidal silver, the safest, best out there, silver bullet, infowarstore.com or 888-253-3139. All right, I'm done talking about that. So let me recap if you just joined us. Yesterday morning in New Zealand, which is three days ago because they're a day ahead. So it's two days ago here, but three days ago there. They had a group of journalists get together in a classroom university setting, and they put on the data with a whistleblower that many months ago reached out to a well-known talk show host and lawyer who heads up a major political party in New Zealand and said, I am the head administrator of all the databases. And they went and checked. It was true. They vetted it all. Then they went through the data and prepared this presentation. And the piece that's secret is the names of people and how many died. But the government watches that and knows that. Everything else he says is in public databases. That's how you've seen us put out reports from the U.S. and in Europe that you know that in Australia we hadn't done New Zealand you know that showed the seventeen to twenty five depending on which group you look at death of everybody taking the shot. So up to a quarter of the people, the low end seventeens, we're going with that. Up to a quarter of the Don Salazar has an article. Twenty percent of those that took the shot died in New Zealand. That's the that that that's the median. But let's just go with the low numbers. Seventeen percent, and and they don't counter him. They say, "Oh, it's misinformation." And in the articles all over the New Zealand news, they go, "Yeah, he's the former head administrator, but you know uh, he's giving you disinformation." No, the insurance numbers show a forty-plus percent increase in deaths worldwide. Normally, when there's a year that pops up, it's two percent above the last year, and again, it goes up and down, but it stays basically flat in the aggregate. Not flat now. Life expectancy going down. Death going straight up. Don't believe me? Just type in. No one knows why Western countries suddenly have a lowered life expectancy after 2021. It wasn't 2020. It wasn't COVID. They had 76 deaths of COVID in New Zealand total. Now they've got massive numbers of deaths. And he just shows small snapshots. And then he gets into the larger numbers. But we're talking a couple thousand people take the shot. Hundreds of them die. Most of them within two weeks. We've kept pointing that out. Bombshell New Zealand whistleblower reveals over 20% who took Pfizer jab died. And Adon's right. It's, it's really over 20, but I went with the lowest number in the groups they looked at just to be you know very, in fact, it, it's actually, I was deceptive. Trying to be absolutely reasonable, I it is over 20. I'm just saying 17 because some of the groups they looked at only was 17.6%. Some are as high as 25.7. So Adon's being being accurate. It's over 20%. Oh. It prompted my curiosity a bit. And um, so I, I dug a little deeper. And I am a scientist by nature. I, I love science. It's my all-time favorite. I've got a, I've got a master's degree in science. Uh, nobody potentially nobody knows this data. Nobody but me in New Zealand has seen this data. Now I'm giving it to the world. Explain why. Explain that. Because it's a, it's a payment system, and I'm the database administrator for it. I'm the only one. Because New Zealand is a small country, you can get away with one database administrator to do this. 
So I'm in a unique position in the world. And because New Zealand is a tier one country with really good IT, um, I was able to manage and build the system and as be the only database administrator needed to look after it. In other countries like America or Britain, um, you'd need a whole team of people. So it would be very difficult for one person to get access to all of this information. But in New Zealand, because of the size and because it's got really good IT, I happen to be the, the one. A lot of people want to know, what was my batch? What can you do to help Kiwis yeah. with that? Okay, so what I did with the data was um, look at the top 10 um, batches that were had a high death count, a high mortality rate, and I put them on a chart, um, which you can see up there. So it's got a, a batch ID, which is our internal um, number for a batch, but you can easily get the Pfizer batch ID from that. It shouldn't be too difficult. Tell us more about that because a lot of people will say, hey, that's only the top 10. I want to know my batch. What would you advise? Yep, you can do that. There's a, um, there's a website, Find My Batch, for the whole world that can actually find that. Um, and I, we can list this on um, a website, the whole number of batches. There are 119 individual batches so far in New Zealand, 119. Of the Pfizer? Of the Pfizer. Actually, no, of all of them because we have... We have Moderna, we have AstraZeneca, but they're only few and far between. Mostly it's Pfizer. Mostly it's Pfizer in New Zealand. So people can find that? Yeah. Find yeah. my batch? Yes, they should we'll be able details. to. Yes. Hello. So what I did was our internal batch ID, I counted the number of vaccinated within that batch, and then I found out who was dead. Wow, let's have a look. And so we then look at the percentage of the ratio. So do we know if these are all Pfizer, the top 10? Yes, they are. And this is Pfizer's batch number one. We've had yep. 711 from batch number one vaccinated. 152 of those died, which makes a 21% percent death, death rate. mortality rate from that mortality rate. batch. They are high. Now, there are different ways to look at the data. You can slice it and dice it. So another way I looked at it was, are the vaccinators themselves, um, what are they doing? Are we looking at some who have got a higher mortality rate than others? And sure enough, if we look at the next one, unfortunately there are. So what we have here are the top 10 vaccinators who have the highest ratios of mortality. For privacy reasons, we have redacted the names of those jabbed and the names of those jabbing. Yeah, we have to. We have, yeah. We have to. So we've just because, called it vaccinator one. Yeah, but these are individuals. These are real people. These are real numbers. This is government data. So the top V1 has vaccinated 246 people. And 60 of them are now no longer with us. And that is nearly 25%. One in four. Nearly one in four that that person vaccinated is now dead. And you can come up with any number of reasons for it, but the, this this should never happen. This should never happen. If, if they were all doing their job correctly, if there's a, a normal vaccine, it would be 0.75. 
And if you were arguing, okay, there was one vaccinator who was incompetent, not doing the job properly, that's an aberration. But look at the other numbers. So it looks, then we start to say, what is it they were putting into people's bodies? Because the uniformity is what they were putting in. Look at this one. 621 by vaccinator, the third highest vaccinator. 621, 104 people dead. Nearly 17% of the people they jabbed. Yeah. And unless they, they go around um, terminating the ill cancer wards and injecting people um, who they know are going to die, then there is no other explanation for this dead. And why would they be doing that anyway? You know, it doesn't make any sense. The vaccine is meant to protect those people. On the left there, the big red line, is the Christchurch earthquake event. So that is the outlier, and that's a, a lot of people died on that day. From there, the next line where you get more than 120 people dying is sometime 2012. Then you get nothing for a year. 2013 doesn't have any. 2014, you got a couple. Then nothing. 2016, you got one. Then nothing until 2018, where you get a whole bunch of whole cluster that's probably due to a flu epidemic because all these these spikes that you see these black lines previously on the left hand side they're all due to the winter flu season so you've got to remember that they all all these deaths happening june july august so there in 2018 we had a, a big flu epidemic moving on to the right you get another one then the next red one the christchurch massacre which was in 2019 in March but from that you get a a cluster in 2020 a whole bunch there may have been another bad flu season we don't know but then from 2021 midway you see a black line there appearing and then it's like a flick of a switch suddenly the black lines get closer together and there's more of them, very thick black lines there. So this this one here, peak deaths with COVID, with or from COVID, but then the deaths from COVID, if you look at the Worldometer website, it correlates to that. That is the same time, and they say that over 60 people died with or from COVID. Then after that, it suddenly, suddenly drops off. So after that, you only get a couple of people a day dying with or from COVID. So if you if you go back to the chart there, in that case you would you would expect to see the black lines disappear because no one's dying from COVID anymore, right? But you're not. You're absolutely not. You're seeing the black lines. There are more people dying than ever before. These are the, the biggest number of deaths we've seen in history. Of New Zealand, the death rate has gone up six percent, eight percent year on year. Even after COVID wasn't a thing, the death rate is still going up, and that's illustrated here by these black lines, which are still going on. Solid black now. And Peter Hotez will cover it next hour. Says, "Get ready, a virus twenty times worse is about to hit you." And starts giggling just like Bill Gates. This is a death cult. Here's the Navy whistleblower, and we looked this up. This is a real Navy document. 900 plus percent increase in 
heart failure total, and a bunch of other increases. Here it is. So in July, uh, Undersecretary Cisneros acknowledged the DMET data, the database working properly, and also acknowledged things such as myocarditis rising 151%. So what I did, I went in today, um, I'm doing the same thing, five-year average. However, I'm comparing it to 2022, and I only am using fixed-wing pilots and helicopter pilots, active duty. So we get hypertensive disease, 36%, ischemic heart disease, 69%, pulmonary heart disease, 62%, heart failure, 973%, other forms of heart disease, 63%, cardiomyopathy, 152%. Figured it out yet, ladies and gentlemen? And this was just a test of much more powerful stuff they're about to hit us with we'll get to that coming up as the u.n announces worldwide attempts to put lockdowns back in place they're not playing games and notice it's election season they want mail-in ballots again investigative journalist and multi-billionaire computer company genius steve kirsch is going to be joining us to break down what's really going on and he's got the data he's got it all and i this is not for the faint of heart but folks they're going to do it on a much bigger scale imminently. I think they've already released it. And whatever they attack us with, will be nothing compared to the shots we get. And they are blaming all the new viral deaths on new viruses, but we know it's the shots they've given us. We predicted that three-plus years ago. Remember, the FDA's own document in October 2000, months before it was released in the U.S., the shots predicted everything we just saw, the heart attacks, the myocarditis, the strokes, the cancer, the blood clots, just everything. So... Please tell everyone you know and those you don't know. Tune in now. Infowars.com forward slash show. Band out video. And any station you're listening to, tell everybody right now to tune in to hour number two and three. Three, the biggest sale of the year is now live. Store-wide free shipping on any order. Double Patriot points. That's 10% off your next order and up to 60% off on best-selling products. And X2 sold out for more than a year. That is the game-changing element in your body. The counters, the fluoride, everything. Nobody else has got it. Limited supply. X2 is discounted. InfoWarsTore.com. And we've got sales right here as much as 60% off at InfoWarsTore.com. We've got Brain Force Plus, the Incredible nootropic, 60% off. Brain Force Ultra, fast acting, 60% off. Real Red Pill Plus, green fiber capsules, down out sleep support, 50% off. Vaso Beats, finally back in stock, 40% off. Bodies about to sell out, 40% off. The list goes on and on. And get a copy of my new book, The Great Awakening, The Plan to Defeat the Globalists and Launch the Next Great Renaissance, all at InfoWarsStore.com. Investigative journalist par excellence. Stephen Kirsch is going to be joining us coming up in about six minutes. But I wanted to air a clip from a British remake of a 2013 program that was then reproduced here in 2000 about a secret government group creating a vaccine for mass sterilization using a protein compound. Yeah, it was hard for folks to believe that Hitler was killing millions of people, but it was true. Hard to believe Lenin and Stalin or Mao did it or Fidel Castro or Hugo Chavez, but they did. And that's the reality. But we're here trying to not repeat history. We've just been hit with a test, a beta test. The real one is coming, and 
I got clips of the globalists saying it's coming. Next segment with Steve Kirsch. So let's go ahead and go to a clip from the 2000 remake of Utopia. Here it is. How much evil do you have to do to do good? You've desecrated all of my work. You disrespected science. What the hell did you put in that vaccine? We created a flu that sparked the demand for a vaccine that doesn't work. After everyone in the country is vaccinated. And the world. He'll have murdered millions. Nope, nope, you don't have it. Give a certain percentage of the population a fatal illness, and you make sure it's genetic. See, that was the exciting part. You pass it down. So if you have children before you die... And when this vaccine fails, I'll be the scapegoat. People are driven by the need to know what happens next. Do you want to know what happens next? Your father created a world-changing, not world-ending, a world-changing, world-improving omnivirus. And we have taken that virus and embedded it in the vaccine of the Stearns flu. I knew it. I knew it. It created a panic, and now everybody's begging for the vaccine. No, no, no. Demanding it. Yes. And now we have exactly what we want. Hundreds of millions of Americans lining up, offering us their arms, and letting us give them our creation. I'm pretty sure when every vaccinated person starts dying, they'll trace it back to you, undetectable virus or not. You've all been very busy. You're all very sharp. Are you sure none of you would like to come and work for me? No? Better than dying a terrible, violent death. Then understand this. What we are doing is far bigger than death. Wait. This virus is not deadly. It looks pretty damn deadly. Tell me this. What have you done today to earn your place in this crowded world? Exactly. Everything I do is a cure for our current situation. Wait, how's it a cure if you're killing people? I told you it does not kill. That was the amazing epiphany we had. We didn't have to kill to accomplish our goal. We intend to stop human reproduction for three generations. The busy, endless global assembly line of babies will grind to all. You're sterilizing people? Uh-huh. In the first five years, we'll start to see major birth rate declines as teenagers vaccinated stay at their childbearing years. You're controlling the future of human civilization. Is that what they're calling it? It's a very nice euphemism for a species that has replicated like a contagion across the planet, killing all other species in its wake. Except things that are cute, like puppies or koalas. You hate people that much? On the contrary, I love people. The hell? Why would doing what our government or citizenry is too spoiled or self-indulgent to do? We are saving ourselves from ourselves. Halting overpopulation. A hundred years ago, the global population was 1.7 billion. 2011, it reached... 7 billion. People live too long, die less often. In 2050, they say it's going to plateau. We'll blow past 11 billion and then slowly begin to decline. Global warming mass extinctions, food, water shortages. All these problems can be boiled See, and this is a sales job of why they're doing it to save you. While they cut the resources off and chemtrail everything and kill the planet, then they blame it on us and we willfully basically go into this and allow this to happen. 
So a lot of you are probably like, yeah, let's do this because you have Stockholm Syndrome. No, no, you're targeted too. Understand that. They're going after the West first. You're under attack by these people. They're murdering us by the millions. Defending the Republic from enemies, foreign and domestic. It's Alex Jones. Longing for the sun. Well, when I've talked to so many of the top experts out there, former vice presidents of Pfizer, you name it, Dr. Michael Yenon, people like Peter McCullough, they say, years ago, you got to talk to Steve Kirsch. I knew who Steve was. He's founded multiple multi-million dollar Companies. He's a philanthropist, executive director of the COVID-19 Early Treatment Fund, trying to get therapeutics out when that all happened. He is a uh, inventor of the optical mouse and one of the first internet search engines, InfoSeek. He has uh, founded seven high-tech companies, two with billion-dollar market caps. Steve is currently focused on safe and effective ways to end the pandemic. This is an old bio. He received his BS, MS, electrical engineering, computer science from MIT in 1980. Steve has been featured in 60 Minutes for his work on funding uh, and it just goes on from there. Steve Kirsch dot substack.com on Twitter, S T Kirsch, K I R S C H and on Gab S T Kirsch. And he joins us now and I've been trying to get him on for a month. He's a very busy guy. He's been testifying to Congress, legislatures running around, really doing a great job. He sent us, look, look at this stack of documents. Everything, everything's going to say today over at guys wide shot. This is what he sent us for when he talks, he wants to show the proof like any scientist does, but and we're going to skip the breaks, or at least the two network breaks, not local breaks for local stations, so we have more time. And he's very gracious to join us. But, but Steve, before you get into the 17 to 20 million dead and the insurance company numbers and what's really going on, and they're saying disease X is coming, and I got clips of that with the big pharma spokesperson you know, saying, oh, it's imminent, and they're trying new lockdowns and, and, and new rollouts and, 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 and new UN recommendations, and they're trying to get their treaty through. So we're in the 2.0 here. I know you like to review things first, but the, the, the New Zealand government has confirmed this guy was an administrator, the administrator, over the database, and that he found the similar numbers to what you and others found. Have you had time? Or are you ready to make any statements preliminary here on this uh, New Zealand whistleblower and, and, and how big this is? Well, uh, this is big, Alex. We've never been able to actually get full record level data from any state in the United States or any country in the world ever. And so this is the very first time where we have actually leaked documents. These are record level documents. These are a record every time someone gets a vaccine, every time someone dies. uh, And so we know exactly uh, what's going on. And we didn't get all the records, and we only got 4 million out of 12 million. But the 4 million records that we do have paints a very clear and disturbing picture that the vaccines have killed about one person per thousand doses on average over all ages, over all vaccine doses. That means in New Zealand, where they've given out uh, somewhere on the order of 12 million of these shots, about 12,000 people lost their lives prematurely due to these vaccines. And that corresponds very closely with the excess deaths that New Zealand has been uh, experiencing. And so 
the data basically matches what they've been seeing in the total all-cause mortality and totally explains why New Zealand is getting all of these excess deaths every year since they rolled out the vaccine. Well, that was my next question. We're only three, four years into this. We know the FDA in October 2000 predicted this would happen, I guess, to some CYA operation. But he points out many of the deaths happened two weeks in the first two weeks, but we're also seeing long-term. Is there any dead reckoning or guesstimation from your deep research on long-term effects or how bad this is going to be? Yeah, it basically, uh, what people were looking for deaths uh, happening within one, two, three weeks, four weeks of the vaccine, and thinking that's the way the vaccine is killing people. And what the New Zealand data shows very clearly, and it's been confirmed in other countries as well, when you look at their data, is that the uh, vaccine kills people very gradually and peaks at around six months or so, and then goes back down doesn't go back down to normal, though. It leaves you at an elevated risk. And, and we're not sure how long that will last for. But essentially, it's a delayed fuse. It basically makes you more and more likely every day that you survive after the shot, you're more likely to die than the previous day. And in fact, we have Medicare data, which is gold standard U.S. data. It's on a huge number of people. And it shows very clearly that after you get one of these vaccine shots, that your death rate goes up monotonically for 12 months, 365 days, every single day, you're more likely to die. We have never seen anything like that ever. In, I mean, I have a, uh, an analyst who <laughs> spends their life looking at Medicare data. She's never seen anything, that analyst has never seen anything like this ever. And as you pointed out to Congress, the coroners have never seen and, and the embalmers, the, the, the undertakers are saying, we've never seen this and these things they're pulling out of people. No, that's, that's true. The embalmers, everything is like upside down. Usually they'd only see maybe 10 or 15% of their cases with blood clots. Now it's like 90%. So it's flipped. It's flipped completely. It used to be rarity. Now it's a rarity to have uh, people who die that don't have blood clots. Wow. Okay. You're the real expert here. And I mean, I talk to the experts and they say, talk to Steve Kirsch because you're really a, a great scientist and guy that's able to crunch numbers and CEO and all of it. So I've got a million questions, but where do you want to start? I want to try to give you the floor and then I've got, got some of my own questions here. And obviously we got uh, all the regular usual suspects, Fauci and Hotez saying, oh, disease X is here 20 times worse. We need new lockdowns. UN recommends them in China. I mean, it's, it's mask or back. I mean, they're definitely, I think, if you disagree, tell me, and I hope I'm wrong. They're trying to bring back the 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 the, 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 the 2.0 of what we already saw. Yeah, so I think the most important thing is that I gave a, I'm here right now in Cambridge, Massachusetts. I gave a talk in the Kirsch Auditorium at MIT last night. Now, MIT has never allowed me to talk in the, the auditorium, essentially, that I funded before because they couldn't find a faculty sponsor uh, who would allow me to speak. But uh, fortunately, there was a student group that invited me to speak. And so I spoke last night in my auditorium and I gave a two hour speech to multiple standing ovations. And that speech is now live streamed, uh, or, or it was live streamed, it's now available on the internet. People can go to my Substack at kirschsubstack.com or stevekirsch.substack.com, either way. 
And you can look at the pinned article on my Substack and uh, click on that and use that to view the slides or I encourage everybody to view the two hour video. It explains how we interpret the data, how experts interpret the data. And it shows that very clearly that this data shows that when people get the shots, they're increasing their risk of dying. And it's, 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 it's a nonsensical intervention. It doesn't have any benefits at all. It has only downside. It will make you more likely to die from COVID. It will make you more likely to die overall. It does not protect you from hospitalization or infections. It is a complete disaster. I mean, people like if if uh, if you're holding Moderna stock, this would be a perfect time to sell your Moderna stock. And if you want to be more aggressive, you should short your Moderna stock because this company is going down. We tried to show them the data. We said we have safety data. We want to check with you before we go public on it. The safety data shows very clearly the vaccines are killing people. Do you want to see the data? And they said, no, we do not want to see the data. We approached, and it wasn't me, by the way, it was a uh, a, a very well-respected medical journalist who approached Moderna and Pfizer asking them if they wanted to see the data, and they said no. This is typical. They do not want to see anything that could show that their vaccines are killing people because if they did, they would be forced to take it off the market. Otherwise, they'd be criminally charged for criminal negligence or corporate negligence for not taking action on this very clear safety data. So now we have authenticated records from the New Zealand of, of New Zealand Ministry of Health that they have not said these are fraudulent records. They said this is a legitimate leak. These are our records. And now we have the records. We've never had any records ever before that <laughs> of this level. These are these was gold standard. By the way, shouldn't this, this is- whistleblower be in a safe house? I mean he I mean, this is big. They admit he was the main administrator. This is this is absolutely the Death Star plans. Yeah, so I don't know what his current location is, um, but uh, he's still alive. And he said, well, I couldn't view your tweets. It was blocked. And I couldn't view your Substack because your Substack is blocked in New Zealand as well. So what they're doing is they're trying Start over. To your Skype this. cut out for a minute, Steve Kirsch. You, 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 you. Who were you talking to that told you they were blocked? It cut out for five seconds. Yeah, um, I talked to the um, uh, the leaker. Oh, wow. And he said he wasn't able to view my Substack because my Substack was was apparently blocked in, in New Zealand. So I don't know, I mean, you know, uh, what's going on? But it seems like they're resorting to censorship and trying to hope that people don't get the information as their way of countering this. Absolutely. Please continue. Yeah. So, you know, anybody, um, I, th- this data is now available for anyone to download and analyze. We have the original data. It's been, it's been anonymized, so we don't run into, into any privacy issues or HIPAA violations. Uh, but it's been anonymized in a way so that we we maintain the statistical fidelity of the data. In other words, we time shifted all the dates relative to each other, but the dates relative to each other are the, are the, are the same. We just shifted them uh, slightly in time so that we can still do the statistical analysis without violating anyone's privacy. So all that data is available for people to download. We have the data analysis tools to create the 
uh, time series cohort analysis, so anyone can do that. You can then pour, dump that into a spreadsheet. We uh, created a spreadsheet that makes it easy to analyze and visualize, and you can see the visualizations of all four independent variables, and, and you can see that, yes, as you vary all four independent variables, the results are the same, which means there, this, is, this is his moment. This is Trump's moment. You know, he can go and he can look the other way and say, I'm ignoring this. You know, I created the vaccine. I'm going to ignore this because this is a third rail for me. And so he may go and say, I'm not going to even touch this. That would be a very irresponsible thing to do. The data is out now. Everyone can see it. It's in plain sight. The, <laughs> the curve, the, the death curve goes the wrong way. The death curve is supposed to go down. After you give a, people a vaccine and you look at how people die after the vaccine, it always goes down. It slopes down. This thing slopes up and it slopes up. It's like got a 26% uh, increase in the first 365 days after getting the shot. That is unprecedented. It's supposed to be sloping down by, this is in Medicare, it's supposed to be sloping down by 4% after a year. You know, that is a difference of 30%. <laughs> That is wow. insane. You know, Trump should be saying, hey, I made a mistake. These shots should be recalled if he's an honest politician. I agree. And I don't like Trump overall. He's being persecuted, but he never wants to admit he's wrong. And it's a pigheaded. That's, right. that's a strength and, 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 a, and a weakness. And we know they brought it to him. He wanted to get things going. He backed all the therapeutics, too. They tricked him. But now he's had plenty of time. And it's very, very sad. Okay. Big picture. What's the real numbers? I see insurance numbers and Edward Dowd and his whistleblowers and insurance company experts, 17 million dead, 20 million dead. From your research, I know you've testified to Congress, you name it, you're really good at nailing this down. What has happened from these shots? Um, consistently, we are seeing a death signal that averages about one death per thousand doses. We have given over 13 billion doses worldwide. That means 13 million people lost their lives at the hands of their own government. It is like the biggest mass murder. I don't know what you call it, murder, but it's definitely mass manslaughter event um, that I'm aware of, certainly in, in, in history. Um, and in the United States of America, our government is responsible for the slaughter of 600, about 675,000 people. I mean, that is that And that's is just huge. so far. So where do we get the numbers of 17 to 20 that I see Malone putting out in others? I guess you're being very conservative. Yeah, so there, there are other researchers that use different techniques to, to make estimates, and they're all coming in at the same ballpark. You know, they're all coming in at somewhere on the order of one death per thousand doses. Some people uh, estimate a little bit more. Some people estimate a little bit less but it's on the order of magnitude of one per thousand. And so we're looking at, you know, it's kind of like- Yeah, this is like nuclear Titanic. war level deaths. I mean, this is insane. Yeah, this is, this is huge. This is huge. And it's being perpetrated by our own governments. Our own governments are killing people on the, on the premise that this is going to save lives. And what they're actually doing is they're shortening people's lives. These, Alex, this is why we have all of these unexpected deaths. You know, we have- um, Mark Crispin Miller has documented over 10,000 <laughs> excess. These are died suddenly events. Over 10,000 died suddenly events. It is off the charts. And of course, Ed Dowd wrote this book called um, Cause Unknown. And Ed Dowd documented 
uh, 500 people who died caused unknown. One person out of the 500 was found not to be vaccinated. One person out of the 500 was not vaccinated. I mean, that is insane. People need to wake up. This is is happening in front of front of people. And, you know, look, they, they, uh, Rasmussen reports did a survey. They're one of the most highly respected uh, pollsters in America. You know, if you look at their accuracy record, they have been like in the top five uh, very consistently. And they polled the American people and they found out that 25% of Americans know someone who who died from the vaccine. That is, that is uh, that's incredible. But the other thing is that 42% of Americans polled would, would want to join a class action lawsuit against the pharmaceutical companies. 42% want to join a class action. Like, that is, that is buyer remorse of, of an unprecedented... This, this is definitely blood on their face. So I want to get into hard numbers and how we stop this and how we move forward. But what do you make of Fauci and Hotez and all of them saying... Hey, forget the last pandemic. Something 20 times worse. Disease X is coming. Uh, just you know, the UN calling uh, you know, for new lockdowns. I mean, it looks like they're trying to cover up what they did with the new crisis. Any, any take on that? Oh, yeah. You know, whenever I get, try to debate anybody on this topic, the first thing that they do whenever I bring up any of these issues, like, you know, here's what the data shows, is they change the topic. What about this? Hey, what about Sweden? What about this? What about the you know, you founder here? What about this? And it's like, no, but I asked you a straight question. And instead of answering the question, it's all about, you know, what a, what a magician does, which is divert your attention to something else while the trickery is going on. So this is the, the game that they play. They basically try to divert your attention from focusing on what's important. And what's important right now is that these vaccines, there is this New Zealand data erased all doubt. When I saw this New Zealand data, this was like the Rosetta Stone, finding the Rosetta Stone. I could finally decipher everything that was happening because it confirmed everything I was seeing. By the way, when you were on my show about a year ago, you've been on since then, I remember you saying we've yet to get the overview 35,000 foot total government data. All we have is the side data. You kept saying we need the government data. You finally got it. I finally got the government data. And of course, they've been hiding this data. This record level data could have been released by any government anytime without any issues. And whenever you went and you approached the government and said, hey, I'd, I'd like to get this data anonymized, da, 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 they stopped talking to you. They do not. And, and look, there is, I've searched the peer-reviewed literature. There is no paper in the peer-reviewed literature that says health outcomes are improved if we withhold public health information from the public. This information is collected at public expense. This information belongs to the public. The public has a right to know. And all of these people are keeping this data secret. They are not letting it out. Not only that, Alex, but the important thing is they're not only not letting it out, but they're not analyzing it themselves. Like uh, we did it. It wasn't me, but it was uh, a a former. (laughs) He's a former general counsel for the California Department of Public Health. This is an insider. 
he basically sent a Freedom of Information Act request to his old department saying, hey, I want to see any documents showing that you've analyzed the safety data of this vaccine. And he got back nothing. There were no responsive documents, which means even California, you know, what the fifth, like the fifth largest uh, economy in the, the world, they're not even looking at their own data. They, and when I sent a, an email message saying, hey, this New Zealand data is troubling, you guys should look at your own data. I got no response at all. These people are deliberately ignoring, looking at their own data and analyzing it to see if there's a safety signal. And the CDC cannot do that analysis because the CDC simply doesn't have people's vaccination dates. So the CDC cannot determine whether a vaccine is safe. It's up to the states. The states aren't doing it because the CDC told them it's safe. So there's no reason for them to go and look at the data. So we have, it's like a catch-22 here. The CDC says it's safe, but they don't have the data to, to, to actually find out whether it's safe or not. Steve Kirsch, and incredible then- info. Stay right there. Back in just a few minutes, Steve Kirsch, at Steve Kirsch on Twitter. Stay with us. Supplements are the fastest growing industry in the world for the last decade, year after year, because they really work. The compounds in nature are just incredible. And InfoWars has some of the very best supplements there are. Can you find other great ones out there? Absolutely. But ours are amongst the very best, and they fund the InfoWar. So that makes it a 360 win. We have store-wide free shipping for Cyber Week, only for a few more days. We have double Patriot points, and we have so many great products back in stock, like X2 and DNA Force Plus and VasoBeats and Ultra 12. Some of the products are up to 60% off, like Brain Force Plus and Brain Force Ultra. The best deals are 60% off, right down to 25% off, but these are amazing products, and they fund the InfoWar. So get the best products out there and keep InfoWars at the tip of the spear in the fight at InfoWarsStore.com. Free shipping right now. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. Well, Steve Kirsch is a IT genius, engineer, philanthropist. He just spoke at Harvard at the facility that uh, he literally was the philanthropist that built. And before they wouldn't have him there, now they are. That shows... There's a breakthrough. People are getting it. But I've noticed when I've interviewed him five, six times the last three years, he doesn't like to speculate. But I think the speculation, there is no speculation now. This is a global program, a a biomedical takeover. I don't think there's any doubt they knew this was going on. They're certainly covering it up now and trying to still push the shots on children. You have Canada recommending two shots for, you know, children below the age of six months. So, So, Steve... I can ask a lot of questions here, and, and I want you to go through the numbers. I know you sent us your big presentation you did at Harvard. If you want to cover some of that, I know it took two hours to cover there. People can find it on your Substack, Steve Kirsch, Substack.com. But just, just as just as a person, again, I go back to that. What do you think they did this for, or or, or is that something you're not ready to get into? Yeah, you know, I, I don't like to speculate because I like to talk about things that I have hard evidence on. And there's not a smoking gun that I have seen that shows that this was done deliberately to kill people. 
So nobody has produced the smoking gun evidence that uh, about intent. And so without that smoking gun evidence, I, you know, I think it's really, you know, the most reasonable assumption is that a lot of people are fooled by this. A lot of people thought that they were saving people with these shots. And most people in the world don't have the ability to know how to analyze this record level data, uh, even if you gave it to them. And so people are basically trusting experts who they believe have looked at the record level data and analyzed it. And the reality is- Sure, sure, I understand that. I'm going to shut up in a moment. All I'm saying is, if they didn't know before, they certainly know now, though, they're covering it up. Oh, they certainly know now. Certainly the, the New Zealand Ministry of Health officials know that there was a leaker. The leaker said that, yeah, I, I looked at the data and the data is showing these very significant safety signals and you should look at this. And But isn't that what the what British said? The British said that three plus years ago when they first started it, they even said we got safety signals. What was called a yellow card? Yeah, yellow card system, which is equivalent to, in the U.S., it's called the VAERS system, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. So all of these all of these systems, like at the CDC, the uh, uh, the VAERS system was showing, they have these sort of alarm bells. And the alarm bells goes off if there is a fire, if there's, you know, kind of, I'm, I'm using an analogy here. If there's a fire in one of the rooms, the alarm will go off for that room. There's a fire in another room the alarm goes off for, for, in, for that room. So each of the rooms is a different, um, uh, significant, uh, a severe adverse event. And so something like a pulmonary embolism or a heart attack or a cardiac arrest or um, uh, a cere- uh, 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 cerebral uh, hemorrhage, um, you know, all of this stuff, uh, it, you know, they shouldn't be hearing any alarm bells. And, there and instead were, they're ignoring like, the alarm bells. So I'm going to stop asking questions. I'm going to try to shut up. We're going to skip this break coming up. You've got the floor to cover whatever you want. You have this huge thing at MIT. Where do you want to go next? Well, there were 770 safety signals that were ignored by the CDC. So we're talking by a safety signal. I don't mean there's that uh, one person had an event. I mean that the basic statistical analysis said that there's 770 different adverse events that are triggering safety signals. This is like... This is like fire broke out in every office at the CDC at the same time. So what they did is they ignored it. And the only way we even found out about this is because someone gave them a Freedom of Information Act request and got the spreadsheet showing 770 safety signals were triggered. Now, the CDC had a duty to the American people to report that to say, hey, you know, looks like we got a problem here. We're going to be investigating these to see how real these are, but these are our all. This is our own safety signal system, and it's being triggered 770 times. They should have warned Americans about that, and they chose to do nothing. They didn't even talk about it. They didn't even say that there was one safety signal or ten safety signals. They said absolutely nothing. They completely hid it until there's a Freedom of Information Act request that revealed all the alarm bells were going off. The CDC has chosen to ignore that even after they responded to the FOIA request and said, admitted there were 770 safety signals. They never said anything to the press about it. I mean, this is a very corrupt organization, Alex. And this organization is responsible for hundreds of thousands of American lives, and they should be criminally 
prosecuted for that. You got a thousand points. Please continue. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of like this. It, it's just such a, a violation of, of the public trust. And it's not just the CDC and the FDA doing this. This is happening in every country in the world that the health officials are violating the public trust by refusing to look at their own data. Because if they did that, they would see the same thing that we found in New Zealand. And Alex, it takes about 15 minutes of effort to do that. You basically dump your your data into a CSV file. You run it using software that we provide for free. It's not listed on my Substack. You can run the software. The software can take a couple of hours to run. You put in five minutes of effort just to to start to write the one-line command line to start this little Python program that goes through the data and analyzes and spits out some data files. You then import those data files into an Excel spreadsheet, which has all the formulas so you can do all the analysis on that data instantly, and you can see whether the vaccine is safe or not. And in every single case where we have looked at the record level data, the vaccine is unsafe. Every single country, no exceptions. Israel, (laughs) Israel, Maldives, United States of America, New Zealand, and New Zealand had one of the best data collection uh, in the world in terms of this. So there is no doubt anymore these vaccines are killing machines. And it's been validated by top epidemiologists and, and top experts in risk management, such as Professor Norman Fenton, who is the only guy in the world to be able to look at the UK ONS data, which is the Office of National Statistics. And it was Norman Fenton that said, your data is flawed. And the UK Office of National Statistics said, you are correct. Our data is flawed. Thank you for pointing that out. So Norman Fenton is Mr. <laughs> is the expert. He's the undisputed expert in looking at this data. And Norman Fenton looked at the New Zealand data and he said, this removes all doubt. These are killing machines. These are, sorry. The, wow, the, wow, wow. I said I'd shut up, but, 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 but what do you expect the establishment, the biomedical UN globalist Bill Gates thing to do now if this is out? No, they'll they'll continue to uh, dig in. They'll they'll double down. They'll say he's spreading misinformation, and the press will not investigate. The press will not download the code. The press will not download the data. The press will not look at the data. The press will just parrot whatever they are told by the government. They, I mean, we don't have an independent press anymore. The press is basically working for the government to promote the false narrative that these vaccines are safe and effective. And the press, look, like this New Zealand data, do you see any mainstream media or even alt media for that matter, downloading the data and doing the analysis? No, they won't even even say his name. They just say, yeah, he was the director of this. Yeah, he was the administrator, but we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, right. But, you know, the data is out. And every... Every mainstream or non-mainstream news media, there should be a reporter that is downloading this data using the tools that we supplied. And if you don't like our tools, you can write your own tools. You can validate. We have a test suite so you can validate our tools. Use the tools, do the analysis, 
you will find the same thing that we found. You will find that these vaccines are, are killing people and there is not a single news organization in the world doing that right now. And, and Steve, this is a big point and you just made. And I don't, that's like, you can't make this stuff up, Alex. No, you're right, Steve. Steve, most people got your point, but let's just slow down and say that again. They're not denying the data is real. They're just saying his no, interpretation. They they're saying his interpretation's wrong. So we have all over the New Zealand news, they go, We're removing him. Yeah, he was the administrator. His interpretation is wrong. So everybody should go check to see if it's right. And as you said, it's very easy to look. Hey, a couple hundred people took it and 50-something people died. I mean, it's right there. It's right there, Alex, in, in black and white. And not a single news organization is downloading the data and doing the analysis on it. Not one single organization. Not even the Epic Times is looking at this data. I mean, this is incredible. We have never seen such a news blackout on something this big ever. Nobody wants to touch this data because they know if they touch the data, they're going to have to admit they're wrong and they are not going to touch the data. They're not going to look at the greatest whistleblow, whistleblower dump ever in history that shows 13 million people have died. They don't want to look at the data. What does that tell you, Alex? It's authentic data. It's the best data in the world. And not a single news media organization wants to look at it. Wow. <laughs> I, I've watched you a lot and had you on. I've never seen you so animated. I, I'm animated too, Steve. So, 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 so I, mean, I mean, this is what this comes down to. They're, I don't think they're going to be able to hide this, though. And what about... As more whistleblowers in other countries that are administrators find their soul again and decide to release that, I have a yeah. I have a really good feeling this is going to be the beginning of the end. What do you think? Oh, it will be. It will, I'm talking to people in the Philippines. They're going to get the data and expose it. There's nothing that's going to stop them from doing that. It's happening now. There are other things happening in other places that I don't want to talk about, but... <laughs> This thing is going and there's no and and discover the same thing because there's only one way to uh, to analyze this data. And, you know, what's supposed to happen is like if I here's a mouse here. If I if I let go of this mouse, it is going to fall down every single time. This is what the data does. It, people die after they get the shots and they die. And and the the death counts go lower and lower and lower each uh, each day after uh, you get a shot on, on average. I mean, it's it's kind of like the law of gravity here. People die, and people die at a rate that's proportional. Yeah, to if the a drug works, a, I mean, if a drug work. works, a drug works. But if you take a drug and death explodes, it's very obvious. Yeah, so, I mean, this, is, this would be like, this is an event that's as clear as, hey, when I drop this, it's going to fall, okay? But if I let go and it, it went up, you say, whoa, there's something wrong. And that's exactly... The effect that you're seeing here, it is so obvious. It is obvious as the difference between letting go of this and it, it drops versus letting go of this and it falls in the other direction. It falls up. That is how obvious it is when you look at this data. There is no other way to interpret this data other than the vaccines are killing machines. You can't, you can't do it. And, and Harvey Risch, he's got an H index of 110 which makes him like one of the most um, cited epidemiologists of all time, or at least in the world today, he's one of the most cited epidemiologists. 
uh, and most respected. He looked at this data. He said, oh, there's no way that, uh, that this is caused, that these deaths are caused by anything other than the vaccine. <laughs> so <laughs> you can't get much better than that. And, and nobody, no other epidemiologist is going to look at the data. I mean, I offered it to people like Martin Kaldorf, um, uh, epidemiologist from, from Harvard. He wouldn't look at the data. Well, let me These interrupt people, you, Steve Kirsch, because I've been trying to get you on for a month about all the other findings. This just broke in the last 48 hours or so. So I'm just guessing. Explain to us, because I know the lawyers involved in New Zealand said we're putting it out with the public. You're an engineer, so you're able to see. I, I'm, I'm guessing you're able to look at the downloads and see who's downloading it, and nobody's touching it. Yeah, not. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, um, I, I have no idea who's who's downloading it, right? Because the point they is, they're not reporting it. on it. They're not reporting on it. No, yeah, nobody, nobody's coming out. Nobody's calling me and asking me, well, um, uh, you know, questions about the data. Sure, because usually the media calls you with questions, and you're saying even the Epic Times is not calling you. Um, the Epic Times, uh, there was a reporter assigned. He's not even called me. Not, 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 not a phone call from the Epic Times. And again, I want to be clear. Uh, the, all the major New Zealand newspapers, I've already got like five of them here, are all saying, yes, it's real data. Yes, he was the administrator of it. But we have a different interpretation. Well, then now they admit it. Let's have a debate about it. And the fact that they're silent, that tells you everything you know. Yeah, because look, where's their epidemiologist? Who's, where, where is their interpretation? Where is their cohort time series dump? So we can see it. Look, the UK did their dump. We know exactly what their time series shows in New Zealand because we have their data. Why don't you release your interpretation of the data? They're not doing that. Their epidemiologists are saying nothing, and they're trying to dispute this whistleblower by saying, oh, well, he's mistaken. But you, you don't discredit somebody by saying, oh, they're, they're mistaken. You discredit someone by showing us your analysis. Well, that's right. If somebody says water boils at a certain temp and they're wrong, you, you put it on the stove with a thermometer and you show them. So, so, so let me ask you, you this. You, you've talked to the whistleblower without getting out any, any too much you know, inside baseball. How is he doing? Any other information about that? Um, well, he's hoping that people will pay attention because he basically sacrificed his career and possibly his life for doing this. Like he could, you know, I don't know if they're going to, they're going to try to put him in jail for the rest of his life for doing this, for exposing the truth that the New Zealand Ministry of Health hasn't been looking at the data. Steve, stay there. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Steve, stay there. Your your Skype just broke. Skype, you just broke up for five seconds. The last thing you said was, is that he doesn't know they're going to put him in jail and your Skype cut out. Yeah, so... Uh, he doesn't know whether uh, this is his last days of freedom and they're going to try to put him in jail for the rest of his life. And so all he wants is for people to download the data and analyze it for themselves because the New Zealand Ministry of Health is not doing the analysis on the data. They're not showing us. They, they need to show us the time series cohort analysis that proves the vaccines are safe. And they can't do that because it shows the vaccines are unsafe. That is why they have to resort to name-calling and ad hominem attacks on this guy, as opposed to saying, look, here's the correct analysis, here it is. They're saying, 
no, we're not going to even show you the analysis. Just trust us. The vaccine is safe. We haven't found anybody who died. And we're not looking at the data. And you can't make us look at the data. You know, it's like, you know, we're not going to go look that's at like the data. You you, you, yeah, that's like you pull up. That's like you're supposed to be out of town on a business trip. And you decide to come home early. And you pull up. And there's a guy's car in the in, in the driveway. And you see your wife and them run in the bedroom. You open the door, you come knock on the door, and you go, honey, I know he's in there. It's okay, I forgive you. And she goes, trust me, there's no one in here. Go away. You know the yeah. man's in the bedroom. I mean. Yeah. And, and they know it, too, because they, they said the whistleblower notified them. Hey, look, and, like, why are all of these unexplained deaths happening? Why are, when, in, in this vaccination center, why, like, why did everybody die, you know, within two years after they got the shot? who got the shot in this vaccination center. Everybody dying? I mean, how do you explain that? And and they're, they're like, like no, nah, we don't want to look at the data. We're just going to go, and our strategy will be to to, uh, to focus on telling the press that this guy is spreading misinformation and the vaccines are perfectly safe. But we're not going to release the data to anybody to have it independently verified, and we're not going to look at the data wow. ourselves. Steve Kirsch. force us to look at the data. Is no, it not fair to say... No, go ahead. Sorry. Beyond belief. Sorry, it's, go ahead. it's hubris beyond belief to tell people, no, trust us. It's just like the, your example of that. There's nobody in the house. Trust me. So there, there's a lot of benchmarks in life, and they're trying to roll out a new COVID tyranny and a, and a new hysteria right now. That's official. I'll cover it after you leave. But to me, this is a marker. Like, really, today, this is breaking everywhere. It broke you know, a, a, a day and a half ago. I think December 1st, Friday, December 1st, 2023, you can really put a fork in the whole covenant of it, a narrative. I mean, I've got a gut level, you know, instinctive view of this and the way this is exploding right now, despite their censorship, I think this is going to trigger other whistleblowers. I, I I think the goose is cooked. What do you think? Oh, I, I think this is, this is the, uh, the little, the, uh, I'll call it the straw that broke the camel's back here, that this release from this very courageous whistleblower uh, this is the moment. This is the tipping point because there is no way they can hide from this data. Anyone can analyze this data. They've authenticated the data. Anyone can analyze it, and they, you will find that the death, the death rate, the mortality rate goes up after you get the shot. Some, depending on what shot you get and how old you are, that those death rates can go monotonically up for 12 months, or it could peak at around six months and then start falling down. And of course, this now explains why when we have, you know, like Asim Mahaltra's dad, he died six months after the shot. Um, MIT professor Paul Lagasse, he got the shot. He died six months after the shot. He died in his own swimming pool. I mean, these How many are, Canadian and, and doctors I, that are like 35, 40 have died? It's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's insane. Uh, the deaths in plain sight, and people are what 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 the the people who support the vaccine are doing is saying, "Oh no, it's perfectly normal to have all these unexpected deaths." And, all these high school know, these kids dying, dying, totally normal. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, three year olds with heart attacks, perfectly normal. I mean, they're trying to normalize this stuff. I mean, I get messages from people in hospitals saying, "Hey, we've never seen so many, you know, uh, cardiac issues and." Um, premature births and all this, like in history, but we can't talk. I can't talk about it on the record because I'd be fired, and I don't want to lose my job, and I can't afford to lose my job, so I got to remain silent. So you can't say anything. The, I mean, I get these things all. These, I, I these do too. Well, that's what this was. 
was a corruption of the medical system. Get them to do it. Then you corrupt them. Steve Kirsch, incredible. I know you're a busy guy. Thank God you're there. Out of all the people fighting tyranny in this, you you are one of the leading you know top people, and and we appreciate your courage and everything. I know you don't care about vindication because you're doing the right thing, but you are totally vindicated. They can follow you at Twitter at st Kirsch and obviously at stevekirsch.substack.com. Steve, thank you so much. Join us again soon. Whenever you've got time, you tell us you're on the show. I know you're a busy man. God bless you. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Alex. So I'm, I'm headed uh, to the House of Commons in the UK. I've been invited to speak there. Uh, so hopefully we'll uh, we'll spread the message there, and then I'll be appearing on Russell Brand's uh, show in the UK. Beautiful. Be safe, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much. Guys, that's a real badass. That's a, you know... Uh, billionaire founder, the guy that invented the mouse, all of it, and he's fighting the tyrants. He's not. He's not the bad guys. He's the good guy. We got a lot of good guys and good women like him. Wow, man! Thank God for this whistleblower. Pray for him. They're going to try to kill him. All right, I'm going to host a little bit in the fourth hour, and the guest host takes over Jay Dyer. But I've got more to say because they're rolling out the next big COVID tyranny. Steve Kirsch knocked it out of the park. What a broadcast! Cyber Week 2023, the biggest sale of the year, is now live. Store-wide free shipping on any order, double Patriot points, that's 10% off your next order, and up to 60% off on best-selling products. And X2, sold out for more than a year, that is the game-changing element in your body that counters the fluoride, everything. Nobody else has got it. Limited supply, X2, is discounted, InfoWarsStore.com. And we've got sales right here, as much as 60% off at InfoWarsStore.com. We've got Brain Force Plus, the incredible nootropic, 60% off. Brain Force Ultra, fast acting, 60% off. Real Red Pill Plus, green fiber capsules, down out sleep support, 50% off. Vaso Beats, finally back in stock, 40% off. Bodies about to sell out, 40% off. The list goes on and on. And get a copy of my new book, The Great Awakening, The Plan to Defeat the Globalists and Launch the Next Great Renaissance, all at InfoWarsStore.com.